Hey everybody, let's get right into a Kingdom of Loathing radio show. How's oh it yeah. going, guys? I'm oh, Jeff. Yeah. I'm Riff. I'm Hot Stuff. Cool, you got it right. I know. Hey, what's up, guys? We uh, Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Yeah. 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 There were those uh, Valentines available in the gift shop. I mean, that's fucking weird. You know yep. the Valentines? The in-game Valentines? Super goofy. That is not the way that we would do those now. Because they, they like sort of... It's this weird section of the like send a K mail script that yeah. kind of because you can you can like send somebody of if you send somebody a Valentine and attach the Valentine to the message, it will send them the Valentine and not consume it. <laughs> if you only have one, so you can you can send and you can like sort of send it. I don't know that that was an exploit that anybody ever knew before. You just no, they totally told, did. told everybody on that. People have talked about. Oh, okay, uh, I need to take the uh, real world Valentines out of the store. I realized. Mm. Like those Valentines with Puck from the real world on them. Yes. It's like, (laughs) I'm the shittiest roommate in your heart. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what kind of Valentines they would have on the real world. I saw that sheet of Valentines from uh, Game of Thrones, and none of them made any sense. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine. Oh, sure. Could have figured out. I mean, the words made sense to me, but like, they weren't funny, and I'm sure they were supposed to be funny. Uh-huh. I just had no idea. Like, hey, sister, let's fuck. Yeah. You know, that, so that one, I'm assuming that's about one of the characters in Game of Thrones who fucks his sister. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming. Um, They're twins. I mean, it's subtle. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so it's okay then. Yeah. Right, because it's not, it's not, it's not gay it's, it's to blow like, your clone. Yeah, I was going right. to say, it's not. <laughs> right, so, yeah. What, but they're basically the same genetic that's material. Not a, that's not even a controversy at all. <laughs> um, and we rolled out the, you made some bread. I did. Yeah, wow, it was delicious. <laughs> you, you rolled out some. You bread. rolled out some dough. I we don't have a rolling pin, so I had to use a uh, hammer. No, I, no. Uh, I had to leg. use a, a glass. Yeah, I think I, I lost all my rolling pins in the divorce, and, <laughs> and I have never needed a rolling pin since then. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It seems like the fair way to distribute three rolling pins between two people who are parting ways is that one person gets three rolling pins yeah. and one person <laughs> gets zero rolling pins. Yeah. Oh, could have used a pull cue. Oh, that, I was no, thinking. No, no, I could have. I could have, though. No, you couldn't have. I, I, you I, could have gotten your own damn pool cue and <laughs> taken it into the kitchen to rub it on some it grain. Was, but it was you just fine. Done it, with any of mine. it was just fine using a pint glass. That worked out just fine. Sweet. <laughs> oh, plus, it seems it's that's very bachelory. That's a bachelory yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Um. I've yeah, baked, I baked a souffle. Bread. Yeah, I know. I had some of it. Did Tasted you like it? Like, yeah, I did. It, yeah, I could make more. Tastes like eggs. Tastes like good eggs. Yeah. Your your chicken eggs are fantastic. I know. I just got to figure out how to keep the fucking chickens alive. You're, you're one one yeah, out of three one for, so far. I'm one for three. That's <laughs> super awesome. Uh, man, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to that other chicken. I So it, you know, it was like that same thing where it's like, oh, it looks like this chicken ate some glass or something or a nail. And I'm wondering like, well, the contractors were working right oh, outside there. Shit. So did the contractors drop something shiny and mm. the chicken ate it and then died? Like, I looked around and didn't see anything, but, like, it would only take one staple. Right. right? It would just take a single dropped staple to kill a chicken if it just happened to swallow it. Man, chickens are dumb. Well, I think they're not necessarily equipped to survive in this modern world. You know? I mean, I think... Yeah, dumb. So, okay, sure. I guess the the world has, has bestowed it with... The inability to to eat staples without harm, and yet an insatiable hunger for staples. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, I think you're just supposed Poor to pay chickens. more. Pay more attention. <laughs> then. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, Avatar Boris rolled out, and um, mm-hmm. it seems like our our predictions based on dev reaction that it was going to be a thing that people got pretty excited about are true. Yeah, people are doing it. I was excited to see how many people were hanging out 
in Valhalla waiting for the path to roll. So that proves two things to yep. me. Uh, one, people are excited about challenge paths and are going to do it no matter what it is because sure. we have proved ourselves 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 uh, yeah we've demonstrated our ability to make challenge paths that you know are at least fun to do once and and two that people believed that it was coming out on time yeah, yeah which yeah, that's true. a that's a faith that people haven't always had in us there uh this was like 90 percent you this challenge path yeah because like you it was your idea and you kind of sat in a room and worked on it alone for a couple weeks um I wrote a bunch of stuff on a whiteboard. You did? Yeah, I did. I mean, I was I because this was the first one of these, I wanted to like I wanted to make sure that I had at least control over where the bar was set for the like you know, it's weird. Cuz you were building you were building a basement yes. and you wanted to have a really nice cocktail area. Mm, yeah, wet. It's a wet bar. Yeah. Um so people are describing this as though it has a really large scope relative to other challenge other paths challenge paths and it i would not have characterized it that way i would not have said that this was the one that was the most work although it, it, i guess it, it was. was it was the yeah most this work. eclipse the other like eclipse bees hate you by at least a week's worth of effort i think you think yeah yeah, I, so and that was our first one. So there was a lot of like groundwork laying in that one, but we were also laying groundwork for future paths. Yeah, there was a lot one. of groundwork laying in this one, right? I mean, yeah. the, so the passives, like being able to uh, being able to code the passives in the spindler, uh, was work that was done for this path, but is just totally nice to have in the future. Um, the blackbird change, yep, uh, fixed that bullshit. Uh, what else? We did some other stuff. We, we did something about. today. Oh yeah, this the sorceress thing. I, I trivialed that so people yeah. people know about it. We couldn't um, we couldn't uh, do that before this path was out because uh, it would have changed everything. Would it have? <laughs> well, I mean, if you because you did it in misc code, right? <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. We couldn't have we couldn't have done it preemptively. I mean, it, it we did not really announce that this was because of this path sure. that we decided to do it. Because I mean, it's this came up before. Yeah, before this path was coded, like. We, Every time we run into a problem with the boner dig and knocking something important out of your hands and we have to, we're like, all right, well, we owe you another one of these because it was a Mr. Store item and fuck this, like having to remember to go in here every time we yep. do an important combat item. <clears throat> to put it in both the hard-coded portion of fight that the boner dig uses and the weird miscode block that the naughty sorceress uses, which I couldn't figure out how the fuck that worked. I was like, this can't be it because I'm oh, fighting right. the sorceress and when she knocks a thing out of my hands, there's a there's a little joke about, you know, there's a story about her knocking it out of my hands and that story does not appear anywhere in this code, but it turns out that these entire switch statements had been condensed into a single, single line of <laughs> code that then had a, like Jeez. I looked down and I was like, oh, I guess this thing has a scroll bar. It has a horizontal scroll bar that is one thirtieth the the width of the entire thing so yeah okay turns out there's a whole bunch of shit in here that i couldn't see uh that, that explains a lot because you there. you were looking for code yeah, that no, had to do with the sorceress for a long time because back when i when i was adding the rainbow stuff to it i was like what where the fuck what how does this even work yeah well, this can't be what's doing this but then i put it in there and it works i'm like okay so <laughs> this is wide code yeah do you have to do you have to wear some sort of like bumper sticker and like have some flashing lights when you write code mm -hmm. like this a little flag on the yeah. sides yeah actually i just wear a t-shirt that says no fat code <laughs> and uh <laughs> it stays away from me in general um i don't like code that's too tall and i don't like code that's too wide uh, i definitely hate having to scroll horizontally to read stuff yeah so i mean 
So not at, like when you say too tall, like you know, if something requires twenty thousand lines of code to write, like that's not too tall because okay. that's just no, 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 yeah, it's not, it's not that. So what I don't like is for a single set of matching braces, each one to get be, its own line, to be more than a screen full tall. Oh, right. So and it's just one of those things where like when Xenophobe wrote code, he did it in the one way where you do a function and then you line break and then you open brace and then you line break and then you type the function and then you line break and then you close brace as opposed to opening the line brace at the end of the line that the function declaration is on, which, you know, it's just one one extra line of code per block. And some people like it when the braces line up. Right. Vertically. Mm-hmm. Some people like it when the closing brace lines up with the thing that it's the closing brace of, mm-hmm. like the function, which I guess it does in both cases, but yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. So what this was was it was code it was choices. code that had been cut and pasted from a word a document. Script, <laughs> no, from a script, from the PHP script, the original fight script, into a miscellaneous oh, code book. Oh, I see. Which is just text a text field in a right. database. Um, that makes a and sense. when we were like a lot of the choice adventures, since we since the choice adventure script used to just be a big switch statement with every choice hard coded, right. and now the choices actually contain the code in the database. Uh, we the the majority of those actually totally not the majority. Um, the first say 150 of them uh, were cut and pasted in, and so it's like we didn't really have any control over like all right so there's tabs in the original one but they all got converted into spaces when they were pasted into here and so the 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 line breaks and the 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 alignment and the indentation are all fucked up in a lot of them that was what that was what happened here nuts i have no idea i might have had it all on one line in the original code so it would be shorter (laughs) but who knows um yes uh actually uh, who is it uh Dars said in the forum thread, Jick, please speak at length about the design of the Avatar of Boris challenge path. Your inspiration, the origin of the skill trees, the minstrel, Boris as a character. It all looks awesome. Can't wait till I ascend so I can play it. Um, the Avatar of Boris was one of the <laughs> first ideas that I had when we were thinking about challenge paths. Well, because, I mean, Batman had been an idea of yours for a long time before. Way before, before the, challenge the notion of challenge path. I mean, you know, and challenges were an idea before they became paths, right? Like, it took, right. it took a long time for this to settle, into, to settle into a thing that yeah. was. And, you know, I think we went the right direction. Although, every time we're having to balance a path for both hardcore and softcore, I say, remember when we first started doing this and I wanted the path to also include whether it was hardcore or softcore? Yeah, I think that bit of extra work is worth it, though. I do, too. I do, too. Because it allows people who appreciate... I mean, even though the Valhalla revamp has made the penalty for sticking to... The penalty for, like, dilettanting in another playstyle significantly less, um, you know, I think there are still people who are, like, HC faux life. And they just, yeah, I mean, there are people who just like to play that way. It does make it hard, though, right? Because it's like, all right, well, so we've done this, and this works totally fine in softcore, but it's just fucking impossible in hardcore. So then we do this thing as like, well, we need this to be challenging, so then it becomes like... Well, I think you I think you have to design it for hardcore, and then you have to think about all the things that people can do in softcore to make it easy or trivial yeah. and figure out how to make that less of a deal. Because, you know, you can't... Softcore could be played like hardcore you could just never take any polls or whatever right but i mean or competitive could, softcore is you assume a certain tool set well no you like so when I, when you design a thing to be playable in softcore it's kind of like you can also just design it to be played slowly right because you could just get that stuff 
you know, you know, I guess you don't tend to pull things that would drop, but like, I mean, softcore. The big difference is that you have access to gear items right. a month, right? Which don't uh, do they fundamentally change the game? I guess they do. I mean, they speed it up. They do, but not, in, but not in ways that are super meaningful to us, right? I mean, it's like. You know, if, if if casts of a buff give you some sane amount, then, you know, I don't even know if, like, the Jewel-Eyed Wizard hat, I don't think the Jewel-Eyed Wizard hat actually increases the duration of the Boris songs. Oh, I don't think it matters. That's the one skill that people say is a waste of a skill slot, is the doubling the duration of songs things. You could triple, triple could it. You could make it do something else in addition to that, too. Could be an extra song slot. But then they said, you know, that tree is so good. You know, I wanted to try, like, Challenge Pass are fucking great because they're, like, they give me an opportunity to be, like, what would KOL be like if their the classes had three skill trees instead of just one skill per per level or whatever? And, like, I fucking love making skills. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I just, it is weird how much of a hard-on you get for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just love it. And, it like, that, that was a bunch of work, but I did it all in like, probably, like, four days. I think I had I had the basic idea of like what I wanted the trees to be and how I wanted that to work and then I think I like conceived of and more or less coded all of the skills in There was very minimal shuffling of stuff in there too. You you sort of decided on stuff, put numbers on it. There was a, a little bit of tweaking over the first day or two of testing and it didn't really change much. Yeah, we didn't actually change the order of any I I Oh, I, yeah, people talked about it. Yeah, but. we did. I built the I built the interface so that if I needed to swap the order around that I could without it being a big deal, but we didn't end up doing it. Um Yeah, everything was more or less as I initially wrote it on the whiteboard. I mean, I spent some time, you Thank know, you. like oh, I had yeah. I had all like so the the whiteboard was like those three columns. I had the the thing was like, all right, so the zero level or the first skill in each tree should be cool. Uh, the fifth one should be a big deal. And the tenth one should be crazy awesome. Um, so the fifth one, the fifth skill in each tree was meant to like sort of fundamentally change the way the game would play for a soft core or for, for, a, for like an ascender. Like it, it, I forget what they even are. Um, yeah, I don't remember which one the fifth one is in each tree. The yeah, so the tenth one, the the tenth ones ended up being like a bigger deal for for ascenders anyway, because like that banish is just huge, right? Yeah. Like it, it, it like a lot of people probably haven't even, a lot of people haven't even gotten there. Yet. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't exactly say what it does. Like people, yeah, people don't necessarily know what that does. When yep. they do, they're like, damn, Gina. Uh, and then there's the bifurcate, which is pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> not, you know, it's not all that important probably to a bleeding edge player, but we'll see. Yeah. And then the, those the, were fun to write though. <laughs> the descriptions, the, the feasting one was just like turn gen. I mean, just a bunch of turn gen. Right. Oh, so the big, the, the big deal one in the feasting tree was the plus five stomach capacity. Um, you know, I guess I could just go look at these, uh, in the mountains. We did not signpost people to go no which was kind of awesome actually you think i think so because people people like there were people who were like oh what what is this bullshit this is worse than trendy or whatever and then when they when people were like oh go check this out they're like oh this is totally awesome <laughs> you know and i think that's kind of great i think that having something that was that 
changes what the game is all about and you have to go to a different place or whatever okay so the fighting tree the fifth one is the plus monster level toggleable intrinsic so that was the one that was like all right so this is a big deal for senders song of solitude which is the really powerful plus non-combat uh was the one to change it so yeah i mean like i had these sort of goal posts for what i wanted to be happening in each of the trees and then i like had little icons for like these are the combat usable skills these are the non-combat skills these are the songs and i wanted like a song in each of the ones that weren't shouting and shouting to have most of the songs in it but i wanted them spread apart by one level so i like kind of yeah i don't know i mean i you're right though it didn't change it didn't change a lot i mean i just sort of shot that out and more or less ran with it um some of the names are so good. <laughs> demand <laughs> demand sandwich is so I pretty, great. I was pretty proud of that. I, like I, so the the writing the way the writing got divided out on this was like rifted most of the items. I I described all the skills. Scully wrote all the Clancy stuff. Uh, Riff wrote the messages that you get when you attack. Yeah, a lot of them. And Scully the, the the stuff that Clancy says when he does a familiar right. trick. Right. And yeah. Scully wrote all the songs. Yeah. Um. Which I wanted that that seemed like a good opportunity to pack some content in, you know. I mean, and since since like you said, I I just took most of this path on myself. I was like, yeah, let's let's actually spend some hours of other people's time to, <laughs> to improve this. But uh, yeah, no, it's I'm fucking psyched about this. Like, it didn't feel like it was a lot of work. I mean, that's I think that's, that's awesome. the thing. Like, it was a lot that's of work, awesome. but it was just so fun to make. So this was also an experiment in your sort of work ethic thing because you were trying to work on this simultaneously on every given day with the next sort of yeah, level revamp. Yeah, revamp and the C. And the C. And at no point did I get any work done on the C. But that and, was interesting yeah. as an experiment. Um, got an item of the month done yeah. in that time, which took over for, I just had that take over for the one that I hadn't made any progress on. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I got something worthwhile done every day, but it was very hard to like split Split your focus. Yeah, I wouldn't call it work ethic. I mean, I would just I would well, just call it like because I've certainly work I have certainly worked hard enough over the last three weeks to satisfy your my own, own inner yeah. critic, right? But it, it was just Time like for vacation. Right, <laughs> how do, how do I uh, how do I do this? Right? Like yeah. how what what can I do if I start keeping track of like you know I don't know just trying to like reflect a little bit on like what being able to predict like okay. Is it realistic to get this path and the McLarge Huge revamp done this month? Like, nope. I guess not, as it turns out. Probably doesn't mean I shouldn't try, because I got a ton of work done on the McLarge Huge yeah, revamp. Yeah, like, you might be able to finish it before the end of February. Maybe. I mean, I definitely would if I was going to be here, but right. I'm not. So yeah, um, that that might be rough. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad that people are receptive to this, like you lose all your skills and have these new things to play with. And I hope, I hope that people get into ascending through it multiple times. I think nobody knows how that works yet. Yeah, I think people will. I think it will be people exciting. People have spe- like uh, several people have speculated on the forums correctly as to how the thing because I also just talked about this apparently at when it was just the seed oh, of an idea. Really? I talked about it on the radio. He was like he was talking about like you would get like the book of Boris and every run you'd get to inscribe a new thing in it that you then got to start your next Boris right. run with, which is more or less how this works. Um I think that People, the people in dev have, have characterized it as <clears throat> it forces you to think about a bunch of stuff, but it's not overwhelming, gives you a bunch of new toys to play with and takes away a bunch of like sort of just a huge number of old toys. 
um, but doesn't fundamentally change the game itself. Right. So it doesn't change mm-hmm. the knowledge that you've brought with you. Yeah. It lets you play in an arena where that's all like and right now that's all that's separating the men from the boys is like, uh, yeah. what are the implications of these yeah. skills in this context that we're already. And in, everybody in, starts on the same with. foot and yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. I think people who are competitive are super excited and people who are just, you know, enjoy the content are super excited. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff going on. And, you know, it, like, we, I guess within the first day, there were already, what, 800 people who had ascended into it? Yeah. And uh, if if the trend is anything like before, it's going to be several thousand by the end of the week. Yeah. Which is awesome. <clears throat> now we need to do a world <clears throat> event just to make people feel dumb, <laughs> feel dumb about doing it. Um, or anybody who can't cast a spell just yeah, loses no, out. The, fucking, the next world event that I'm gestating in my head is going to be one that you just would not be able to participate in at all as Boris. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta probably wait on that. Huh? Is um, that, that's not what I'm thinking of. Is it? No, I don't think I've talked to you okay. about this one. All right. I might have, but it was like, it, like the idea is basically a, a couple sentences and it would have, it would not have struck you as a thing that seemed really important. Okay. Um, <clears throat> ah, sorry about the throat clearing there. <laughs> um, yeah, so Boris, man, that was that was fun. That was cool. Uh, what else is going on in this radio thread? <clears throat> Number two, love the description of trusty. Quite poetic and beautiful, actually, with little joke at the end to remind you that this is a humor game. Dude, I fucking loved that. <laughs> oh, thanks. That was... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, I got into writing this little, I don't know, diatribe about how the magical weapons of great warriors work, and I got to the end of it and went... Huh, that wasn't funny at all. I, <laughs> what's the dumbest name I can think of right, right now? E.G. Boo Barnacle. Why is go. that thing like that? By Professor E.G. Boo Barnacle. <laughs> we need to we need to we need to keep that guy around. <laughs> Um, one says Erich extra specter scepters now that the boner Dagon and the naughty sorceress no longer destroy them what can we do with them they're useless out of run and are barely useful for stasis during the gremlins in run and that's it man I don't know man we could let you craft it into something yeah it's it's just that's the problem right it's a thing that you need to hang on to until you're done with it but or when do you I no don't. is that just the reward that you get I forget where that's from or do actually. you need it it's from the Hidden City stuff. I don't remember how it works, though. That's one of the things that people are irritated by that accumulate and that you can't get rid of. Yeah. Yep. But there was some reason that it wasn't trivial to make it so you could get rid of it, right? It's like... I don't remember. Those quest items that also do other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was one of those things that... I mean, it was really just a thing that lets you continue to play with the powers of the spheres even after you finish that quest and oh, just yeah. to have to have some sort of bonus treasure that that boss can give you. Cause part of when I was writing the level 11 stuff, part oh, of it was combat item. So it yeah. can't be pulverized. Right. That's the, I mean, we could just give it an auto sell value then. Yeah. If it was, cause I mean the, the way, the way I did most of the rewards in level 11 quest is spreading them out through all of it all because the the joke at the end was that the council wasn't going to give you anything. <laughs> right. <clears throat> you don't like confetti. Well, yeah, except for the confetti. 
Uh, number two for marriage. Challenge Pass have added a fantastic depth to the game. Much like when I dress my girlfriend up in a schoolgirl outfit and gag her and bind her to the radiator in my garage, it allows things that were once old hat to be interesting again. So while I'm getting ready for her wake, I wanted to ask you if you would consider adding this type of depth to additional non-run content. For example, having things in the sea be affected by what type of run you're doing. That kind of thing just raises the ante so much on... I mean, we're we're getting it down to a science, but it is not a science yet, and so it's still like. I mean, is the, the suggestion first... that we have everything in the kingdom respond to what to kind of every challenge path? I mean, uh, man, you know, right now the first week of bug fixes on a challenge path. Well, it depends on how much time we have. In this case, it was the first week. It was just like, okay, what about this path makes it so I just can't finish the game? Right, <laughs> right. So like, okay, Boris can't use familiars, so we'll fuck. You know, we're getting less and less of that, right? Like we we are slowly eroding the edge cases that stop. You know, especially with the with the progression through the quests, sort of with this like back to basics goal in mind, just making it more and more of a like just you know the way that you beat these quests is by playing this game, Kingdom of Loathing, that has this handful <laughs> this handful of basic mechanics that you can use. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Zenosis says, regarding the new challenge path, one, are any of the skills permable? I don't think it's spoilery to say that no, they are not. This is is a self-contained thing. Yeah. Um, you can, you can build up and get more of them in future Boris runs, which you'll, you'll see. The first time somebody ascends, it'll become very clear how this works. Um, but no, there may be a permable skill that you can acquire by doing this. We haven't exactly decided um we've talked about it a bunch but uh if so it'll happen later uh number two do they work like way of the surprising fist and that you can keep them for aftercore after breaking the prism in the current run but they're unpermeable or do all the skills disappear once the prism is broken i believe that they do i believe that they when you drop the path in fact i'm certain of it once you when you drop the path mm-hmm. you just pick a class and become like a normal normal player again and get all your skills back and the same thing happens at the end of the run we're we still don't know how this is going to play out. Um, some yeah, people in de- debated. Some in people dev. in dev have some have some dire prognostications about the way that people are going to. Meg pointed this out to what abuse this. What made a lot of sense to me was that if you don't have them pick a class and get some class skills before they ascend, then they won't be able to spend their Boris karma on anything. Yeah, but it will accumulate, right? Yeah, but not, it, I mean, okay. But it means you'll people have are to speculating do. that there is such a thing as Boris karma. That is not what Riff meant. He just no. meant the karma that they earned right, for right, these right. runs. But but it would mean that you would have to do a regular run before before you could permanently permanent meaningful. Yeah. yeah, so that's sort of a a filler run in there that would be. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm. Th- it's certainly the right thing to do to end it. But it, but it's like. You can prolong that ending, and there may be sketchy reasons to not even sketchy, but just like unintended and stuff that we don't want. To, yeah, yeah uh, to unintended promote. what we would consider abusive uh, uses of it. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, that we we got a bunch of options. You know, yeah. there's a lot, and th- this was very much an experiment. Like when we made the first challenge path, it resulted in this one post in our internal wiki that is the checklist of things that we have to do for future challenge paths. And when I made this one. I made the checklist of things for new class, like challenge paths that are new classes in the future. Yeah, this is the first real new class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think this is the right way to do it. Like introducing new classes 
that people can pick from the outside is, I think, a thing that we just shouldn't shouldn't do. I agree. Um, But this is a way once somebody has played the game and gotten, you know, gotten their feet wet that they can, you know, nice change of pace. Three, are you guys planning Avatar of Jarlsberg slash Sneaky Pete Pass in the future? Fuck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, Number four, why was the fax machine made unusable for this path? Dev requested it. Dev was like, this would be better if you couldn't use the bookshelf and you couldn't use the fax machine. And you're like, okay. Yep. Um, I mean, narratively, Boris doesn't understand those kinds of things. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we didn't go through the rest of the game. Without, like, you know, is a, does he understand a combustion engine? Like, uh, you know. I mean, sure. It's a, it's a yeah. meat engine. Yeah. And I guess, <laughs> he, like, he understands meat. big meathead guys know how engines work and they don't know how uh, computers work. Um, PC load letter. <laughs> What? Uh, five, would it be possible to make it more obvious either at the beginning of the run or at the council that Boris's gate is your headquarters and not your guild? I and some others in clan were confused about it until somebody told us how it worked. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I can see it I can see it both ways. Like, you need to be paying attention, right? Yeah. Like, why? Like, I like you, that. Look discovery. at your inventory. Why did I start with Boris's key? And yeah. I know, I know that you guys don't think of Boris's key as the thing that unlocks Boris's gate, but that's what I think of it as. Like, <laughs> it became all this other shit. Um, but yeah. Uh, what was the rationale behind making the run similar to Bad Moon and that you start almost completely fresh? Is this the groundwork of the Batman runs that have been talked about for so long? Yeah, kinda. Um, the, the idea of the Batman run is that both you would have a new class and a new set of skills like this and a new set of zones and quests to complete on your way uh, to get through the game. Which I don't think is as hard as it sounds. No. I mean, I think it would you're, be a couple you're getting, of... You're getting would, better it would at streamlining while, stuff. But, it would take a while. Yeah. It would take all of us a couple of months yeah. to, to, to get enough into it that it would be genuinely interesting. But I think it would be super fucking fun to work on. It would be cool. You'd yeah. have, instead of any equipment slots on your body, you would have 12 equipment slots and they would all be on your They're belt. They're all on your belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Stetherell says the new challenge pass is awesome could you put Clancy's instruments in their own section of the inventory maybe under equipment <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there are, kind of are not a lot of them I can definitely see that yeah um, I also it would be kind of nice it would have been nice just quality of life wise if you could click on Clancy to put new equipment on him yeah yeah the guy actually um, uh, suggests that further in his oh is he yeah Oh, also, I would like to click on Clancy to change his instrument when he doesn't have a quest, of course. Uh, similar to how clicking your active familiar works. Best challenge path ever. Also, thanks for the change to item blocking. Boy, we're so popular today. <laughs> we got to nerf some shit. I can, uh, I can think of a dozen things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had an idea the other day. Yeah? What do you think would happen if we changed the number of adventures that you got Talks at rollover to 60 and then reduced stomach and liver capacity across the board by five. Uh, there would it's be better for newbies. shouting in the streets. There would be, but it would probably give more people more turns than fewer turns. So if you're eating things that are four, four turns per... Four turns per fullness, fullness is the break-even point. Four, yeah. Which... There are a lot of foods that are better than that, but they start to get more and more expensive at yep. the higher end. Just putting that out there. It was an uh, idea that I, it was an, it was a sort of balanced idea that I had for a reduction in turn count at the absurd levels that wouldn't make Bet Noir cry. 
What? So then at the extreme end, it's cutting off how many adventures, really? I don't know, 50? If you're eating, if you're drinking nothing but mafia wines. (laughs) There's a lot of people like that. There's there's the 1%, you know, like, fuck those people. (laughs) Um Anyway, that, let's not let's not yeah, let's not get too into that. Let, interesting, like, interesting putting, idea. Putting out a feeler. It's weird say. because it's what it does is it makes it easier for people who are, you know, farming, right? Because then they have to spend less. A little on bit, consumables. yeah. But it also makes it like so. I feel like everyone, everybody who gets into KOL, their arc is make a character. I don't have enough turns. I'm gonna make four more characters, and then once they figure out how to play, they're like fuck, I have too many turns. I gotta go down to playing one character, and then once they really figure it out, they're like fuck, I still have too many turns. But okay, so I guess at you're saying this would cut off turns at the at the bleeding edge at the high end, sure, and add some at the low end, and yeah, I, I, dude, I just I don't know. It was just a thing that occurred to me that had never occurred to me before. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wonder what the the break even point is. You know, when when you have so little stuff in your inventory and the game is peppy and not laggy, like you can blow through a lot of turns and things are not confusing and stuff right. like that. But it's like. There's this weird tipping point where you get a bunch of stuff and you start you cease to know exactly what everything does and like turns start to take longer because you get to like the choice adventures that like have mazes and stuff and you have to read a bunch of stuff. like it's like yeah it's <clears throat> there's this weird there's this weird math which you can't really which doesn't even exist that like would figure out what the optimal number yeah. of adventures would be and I yeah I don't know yeah I'm just curious I mean. I just wonder if that's a way that you could get away. People will discuss that, I'm sure. Yeah, they will. In the and forums I, you know, let's this see. week. Let's, let's see what, what people say. Let's see what people say. I mean, it, you know, I would like, you know, we like meaningful choices. Yeah. We like there being more meaningful choices to make. Yeah. Or, I mean, if, like, often what a complicated system needs is fewer, more meaningful choices. Right. Sure. Than are Than are currently offered. That you know it, that makes it, you know, it just makes it both more of an interesting thing and less of an overwhelming thing if you have fewer options to choose from. Uh, anyway, Blister Guy says you were asked about the power leveling imbalance, and your answer seemed to imply that you weren't totally aware of where the imbalance lies. Yeah, that that is. I will acknowledge that I am not aware of that at all. Uh, forgive me, and feel free to skip this post if you do know all this already. All right, this is long. You're right that in part the Palindome having Moxie subset non-combats is one of the things that makes Moxie power leveling so much better than the other classes. It's also that the ballroom is a zone you need to adventure in where the other power leveling, power leveling zones are not. You can also kind of force more of the Moxie substat non-combats than you can in the other power leveling zones by olfacting the zombie Walters and increasing your item drop as much as possible to get as many dance cards as you can. Miss zone is okay, but in the bar, increasing non-combats can cause you to either gain drunkenness or get a shot of rot gut. Muscle and Moxie classes can at least force a combat there instead while enjoying the non-combats that do give great substats. Muscle zone needs to be unlocked by staying in the library for an extra non-combat and then adventuring in quite a low-level zone, the conservatory. Once you're in the gallery, you need to actually map out the Louvre, meaning it might be your second or third time encountering the non-combat before you can actually gain any muscle. Then there's the fact that there's another non-combat you could get instead, which admittedly can give you some reasonable plus monster level items, but usually just gets in the way of trying to power level. Uh, Whether or not you think this is that much of a problem is up to you, but this is largely why people say that moxie classes are the best, miss classes are not far behind, and muscle classes get the rawest of raw deals. You know, is this... Is this a big deal for in-run power leveling? Is that what they're That's talking what about? Sounds, and are yeah. we back at the point where power leveling is the... It seems like NS11 got to the point where... You could do everything. You could do everything in a really small amount of turns, and then the, the challenge became get... actually leveling up 
Well, because it was not just your main stat, though. You had to level up your off stat for the star gear and stuff. Yeah, which we need to. No matter what we well, do, and the naughty just sorcerer's the, quest, just the tower requirement. Yeah, the naughty sorcerer. Oh right, we just, flat, just out flat We just flat out don't let you in. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's kind of horseshit. <laughs> this is the this is the kind of thing that uh, that guy who's very angry about the Legend of Zelda. Well, because it was something. See, like that. The desire for that was something that made like the furry suit so attractive to fighting for not for fighting the, the naughty sorceress early on was because the whole point of having some stat requirements for the tower to begin with was that so that the fight the naughty sorceress fight would be sane when she scaled yeah yeah so then if you could reduce your once you got past that cha- challenge if you could reduce your stats at all you could have a fight that was sort of M- much more winnable yeah uh man everything everything in this game is just like a waterfall of unintended consequences. It's so it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like the Grand Canyon. Uh, Mogul says, "Is plus candy drops ever going to be used for something big? It was pumped up for candy crimbo, but in the end, all it affected was candy gems, which you could get more quickly from the mines without any plus candy drop." There were well, okay. So let, let's. To be fair, you could once the mine existed, get them more quickly. In the mines, yeah. without any plus candy drop, but, but that was for, like a, one of the for a while. Latest, latest things to go in, yeah. For a while, it was extremely useful, and uh, I don't think that there's going to become anything. The thing is, we have no idea. Yeah, right? we like, don't know. The future but I wouldn't, could be. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like put. You know, I'm not gonna like in revamping the level 11 quest put make a thing where in. you need to do something where you have a lot of plus candy drops, right? Like a world right. event, a crimbo, a, you know maybe someday there's a candy clan dungeon who knows but like it's not it was meant to be a self-contained thing and so it just was right yeah i mean i would not throw that gear away for example but i also wouldn't i wouldn't expect it to be used meaningfully anytime soon you're never gonna pull it I, I feel pretty confident in saying that you are probably never going to pull. Who knows? Plus candy drops gear. I mean, a soft core. Never say never. A soft core crimbo plus. run could potentially, you know, require some. Not require, but could benefit greatly for some plus candy drops. Who, who knows? I <clears> guess <throat> who knows indeed. Uh, all right. So weird. Why didn't that? Oh, it did. Um. Michael Rain says, first off, thanks for the interview. Second, for the garden, I would think just make it like the bookshelf. Give yourself a green thumb." I don't remember what you were talking about. A third, could the dull, rough, pristine scales have a use? They will. Uh, are they useless because the sea isn't finished? Yes. Also, could the Bricko Chalice have a use? I know that one isn't as common, but it seems pointless to get. But, I mean, the Chalice in Adventure was pretty pointless to get, <laughs> too, right? Also, the Chalice does have a use. The Chalice was a extremely difficult-to-acquire dictionary replacement. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, right. was, that was right. its use, right? It's a thing that you can pull for a ton of meat. Yeah. Right. So, like, I just I don't think that's a big deal anymore. I, it's I don't not think, nearly as big a deal. Yeah. But it's still there for that. But I don't think that bleeding. I don't think bleeding edge softcore requires Pulls pulling meat. a dictionary anymore. Let's hope. I don't know that. I just haven't heard anybody whining about it for a really long time. So <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, fourth, I remember you saying that the first item of the month of a new path would be optimal for that path. Will the March item of the month be a fax replacement? Uh, you give us a putty replacement. Uh, thanks. Right after we lose the fax machine, and now we still don't have it. You know, the first item of the month in Boris is not going to even be usable. <laughs> uh, which wow, yeah, that's a good point. Might be a mistake. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Probably not. I don't know. You know, it is one of those like from a revenue standpoint, probably the goodwill 
engendered by Boris is worth as much money as an optimal familiar? No idea. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard to say. Um, yeah, that might be a reason to put that thing we're talking about off until fewer people are in Boris. I wish that we... I wish had, we had, had talked about that during the yeah. meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I like the idea of being able to do one item in the month out of every three that is optimal for the current path but doesn't fuck up the game yeah, and I don't in any other way. I don't think we really. I honestly don't. Given the way that this one unfolds, I don't think doing that for the second item of the month instead of the first is a bad idea at all. Yeah. Okay, that's true because people will be pretty pretty entrenched or pretty over it. Yeah. By the second one, so yeah. So maybe expect April's item of the month to yeah. be something super sweet for Boris. What could it be though that would work? I mean, it can't be a familiar, right? Right. Oh, that would also work in hardcore? Yeah, that would also work in hardcore. I mean, because we don't want to get, like... Because if it's super useful for Boris, but just softcore, it's like, hey, let's sell a quarter mm. as many of these instead of half as many. Um, axe polish. <laughs> sure. Axe body spray. Yeah. Uh, uh, axe polish that you keep in a cauldron in your campground. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, in a secret uh, cubbyhole in the Boris statue. Okay. Uh, let's see. Fifth last, somewhat related to the Boris skills. Could there be skills that make buffs last longer? One for TTS and AT, not to be that easily attainable, but still available. Well, I mean, there's, there's gear that there's gear that does it right. So, uh, I think I'm really going to love the new challenge path, even if we can't keep any of the skills or use facts though. I'd really like to, yeah, everybody would, everybody would like to, everybody would like to keep skills and use facts. (laughs) Uh, joy says anyway, where we, the players could bribe you guys into making a KOL interface. That's more easily playable on a smartphone, maybe a KOL app or something that would let us adjust the side frames on a touchscreen. Yeah. The mobile interface is definitely on the schedule for last year. There are people who, people who are excited about making an Android app. I don't know. I, I told them that if they wanted to just put something together and see what it, was like yeah, somebody that, somebody made that post that was intended to be a pretty compelling case for why an app should exist rather than just a mobile interface. CD Moyer's dubious. I'm dubious. I don't know enough about the technical details. Like th- those are pretty pretty high level technical notions, and I'm not sure. Like, yeah, but the thing is, this stu- a lot of the stuff that they're talking about doing is not stuff that we would do, right? It's not. It, it's not. We would not have written KOL Mafia. It's right. not that we don't like it. It's that that's not that's well, not our product. But right? like a and persistent so. a persistent login, right? If you if you just ha- if you have just a mobile interface and you sure. and you like launch some other app on your phone, I think in a lot of cases you will lose your login credentials back in the in the phone browser, and you have to log in again to get back to the mm. the game. And that that is a pretty significant hurdle. <sighs> I mean, right? Like, because you don't want to log in fifty times to play twenty minutes worth of of game well, if you have. Your if session you, is still active, and the browser will also save a password, right? Like, so I, I don't know. I, does I mean, it not? I mean, does I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about how the the browsers on Android work. For I example, I mean, so the thing the thing that gets me though is like it frustrates me that there is an IMDb app for the phone instead of just a good user interface a web interface to IMDB, right? I, like it doesn't frustrate me at all because I use it all the time. Right. But I would just rather have that as a bookmark than another app on my phone. Right. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't understand why, like 
I don't understand why that's important to you to have it to like to not have an app and have a bookmark in your browser instead because I know because web pages are a thing and apps are a different thing and I don't want an app for every web page right like I mean that's the thing I don't even use the Google app I love the Google app I love the Wikipedia app I just so I do use a Wikipedia app because it's the the mobile site formatting on Wikipedia is not as good as this as this app is right yeah and it's just it's a little faster to to get into it and I guess you know IMDB is also a little faster to get into but it's like no, I just I want to look at stuff that I already know where it is on the website, but I have to dig for it in this app. And plus, hmm. the like people who like the fucking Twitter app changes for the worse oh, yeah. so it much more often than Twitter's website. Or like Twitter's website changes for the worse every once in a while because I you know and I like Merlin Man talks about this. People and he's can't like, leave well enough alone. He's like, what? Yeah. Your your social network is doing stuff that uh, that is demonstrates that their end goal is not entirely to improve your experience. You're saying that they don't actually care about you? Are you fucking kidding me? Like all right. There's uh, they're just trying to, you know, I mean, because that's the whole thing. Like the, the whole point of Facebook and Twitter at this point is to like exploit to get your personal is data to exploit us to make money. Right. Like they don't people are going to, people are going to use it. Whether I thought it was to foment revolutions in the Middle East. I don't know that that was ever their stated goal. It was a guy is that? Yeah, it was actually just like a terrorist. That would, <laughs> Not a terrorist, a freedom fighter. Oh, OK, OK. Uh, radio bugbear questions. Uh, Kill Isle says, "How is it that we can't wear two of any number of any accessories, but somehow we can wear two bow ties? Uh, maybe there's no bow ties with super. Have you not one. ever tried to wear two bow ties? Yeah, you wear one on the back, one on the front. Yeah, you wear yeah. one on your head, one on each side, one on each ear. I mean, we're not telling you where to wear. You them. could use yeah. one as a. I mean, I can think use of one as a cock ring. I was just going to say, I can say, think of a place hey, where hey, I could hey, wear a bow tie. Hey, baby, yeah. you want to say goodbye? <laughs> you want to say hello to Orville Redenbacher?" <laughs> See, you've won first prize. <clears throat> Somebody kept talking about, a, I think it was on Jordan Jesse Go, they kept talking about a, a Halloween outfit where somebody dressed up like Superman and they had their cock out and the, their cock was also dressed up like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Which, you know, is kind of ballsy and kind of hilarious at the same time. Uh, a Penny says, when are we going to have a familiar that increases non-combats opposite of Hound Dog? Uh, we're not. Yep. There that slot was filled by something else. Although yep. that's less important nowadays. Now that's that there true. now that there is a meaningful uh diminishing returns formula on that that lets us do more than we just had this sort of like limit of five yeah. things in either direction, which was a bad bad way to go. Eh, it was a it was a way to do it. Uh Egads it's Urutsini says, Could radio button candy and voluminous radio gear be flagged as trendy so we can send radio prizes out? What? Uh, currently you, those cannot be sent in like gift packages to people who are in trendy paths and stuff. Why? Don't know. I'd have to look. If they're marked as being limited time, they shouldn't be. I don't think. It's weird because they, they kind of were, they're not something that we give out that are not accessible. But they are, I mean, that we give them, when the radio folks run out of them, we give them some more, right? I mean, but it's been a long time. It has been a long time. The the game doesn't drop them anymore, but uh, I I think we could stand to look at that. Uh, Linguini Lad says, why are the distension pills and synthetic dog hair pills untradeable? Because they're powerful yeah right they're 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 goofy they're they're very meta and we don't want them to just be a thing that like everyone can have all the time and like, yes some, some stuff some we want you to have to put effort into get acquiring yeah 
Premier Angel Hair says, McDonald's just took pink slime out of their burgers. Can we have their pink slime as saucers? Did you read that article about the pink slime? Yeah. I didn't read the article. Can you can you sort of give me highlights? What what was this pink slime? It was some sort of meat additive. Yeah, it was like some kind of normally unusable meat trimmings that boiled down with some chemical became useful. Yeah, or something. I, I think it was like one of the primary components in the really fake seeming meat that like a McDonald's okay. hamburger is yeah. made of. And there's just like this one company that makes it. And then they were like so sad that fast food restaurants are trying to like develop this. They're trying to cultivate an image of serving real food. And the, the guys were like, but this is it's just a trick we learned with beef. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's not like we're yeah. making this out of arsenic or something. Right. It, like, uh, you know. Who knows? Because, you know, it's it's easy to demonize anything that smacks of, like, an industrial sort of, yeah, de- of green dehumanized kind of food yeah. culture. But, like, pretzels are made by dipping shit in lye. You, you know? It's like dangerous chemicals have been used in the production of, like, super delicious food. And that doesn't mean that it's intrinsically unsafe, right? No. I mean, this is pretty it's, – it's weird, you know. Yeah, Radio Button Candy is currently marked uh, expiring in middle of 2006. Oh. I mean, I can change that right now if you think that that's a good idea. Yeah, just make it just make it not expire because we have we have not discontinued it. Like the original radio gear we've discontinued, but I would say that the the accessories we made with an eye towards them just being available indefinitely. So if we decide to stop, like I think when we if we decide to make a new set of radio prizes is when we mark the current accessories, the, yeah. the coffee, so, the coffee. But the radio, radio button candy, I think was, wasn't that expired with, with the original no. radio gear? It did not change. Okay. We, that didn't we change. continued, we continued to give out the button candy. Okay. I am yep. marking that, uh, giveable. Uh, the, the souvenirs. On my phone. I know. In my phone browser. The my regular phone browser, by the way. The souvenirs, there's a lot of them. There's like six of them, so I don't know if you want to dig through those or I not. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Smarmaduke says lag at 16.49. We're working on it, buddy. We've got, we've got top men top trying man. to figure out what the fuck we did. Um, if, okay, so the fact that it... The fact that it started the same time that you and I went to the data center and you installed that new uh, OS on the backup server and it also coincides and it's, with yeah, the lag the spikes time are of corresponding with things that the backup server is doing. We're that not, is like that has got to be a smoking it's, gun. It's pretty red flaggy. Um, we're not sure that that's what's going on. Um Anyway, we're we're looking into it. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Like we've got some we've got some work that we like everybody was like Seems like more of a downgrade, am I right? Uh, but there's some pretty sweet new hardware in that we can start using as web servers as soon as we do a little bit of work that we have to do. Um, it's just this trivial matter of uh, if we brought them online now, no one would be able to donate. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, so that's a, we need a to, bit of a problem. We need to fix that. Um, the Voluminous Radio Gear, the outfit is is not does not expire. Okay. So then, can so I this was just like a weird oversight. This is like the googly eye. But not they, the, is it? The, but no, they, is it? I'm confused about the question. It was it was radio button candy and and voluminous radio gear. Huh. Okay. Huh. Maybe he just tried to send the candy at the same time as the gear and oh, that could triggered be. both. Yeah. So anyway, 
Sorry. I think that's as much as we need to do right now. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twilo says, hey, guys, can you please introduce a 50 monster level shirt or in some way explode the a moons? monster level. I was looking at that. A 50 milliliter, a 50 milliliter, a 50 milliliter shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, I only have like 50 cubic centimeters of upper body. Um, it was annoying that the thing designed to make the gown stop being a problem was bad and SC trendy. Sorry if I come across as an elitist entitled dick stabber guy. No, an entitleist. An entitleist. That means somebody who thinks they deserve all the golf, <laughs> the golf balls. balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, grumpy English gentleman. And by bad and SC trendy, I mean it dictated which days people wanted to play runs on, which classes clashes with role real life. Um, yeah, that, you know. That was anticipated to be the thing that was going to become the problem uh, when the Valhalla revamp rolled out. And it did, indeed, become the problem. Yeah. Everybody, Corgi is the new fucking hippo tutu. Like, what? What is that all about? <clears throat> the hippo you know, tutu, at least I, I sort of understood from the game culture but the corgi is just somebody who really wanted a corgi and then everybody's like oh corgis are cute yeah let's let's get one i want one too you know everybody needs a new flag every once in a while (laughs) i mean corgis are pretty cute right but i dude i don't know i don't actually know what a corgi is there there's name name a famous dog from a 1950s television show that was a corgi because that's the only way that i know what a collie is Collies are awesome. The too. little orange dog sphere in Castle Crashers is a corgi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's good enough for Castle Crashers. <laughs> Xanador. Wait, Numby55 says, for those people permanently in Aftercore, can there be an option to buy hobo codes in the marketplace for a large amount of nickels, 1,000 to 5,000? No. Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, Sorry. you can get, I think you can get 14 of them without ascending probably maybe 12 there's there's not a lot that i mean percentage wise it's it's significant but like <laughs> sure numerically there's only there's only a handful that are inaccessible to people who are never going to ascend zaniador writes when you get done learning from the manual of labor etc why not donate them to the local library it'd stop cluttering my quest inventory are you done learning from them are you <laughs> are you sure <sighs> Uh, the Cthreven with the talk about hipster replacement am I really the only person to identify with the opportunity for a hip replacement <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sevalt says did you see this Metafilter post and then links to what's your ludic goal about why Half-Life is fundamentally a lacking game experience basically the crux of the guy's argument is that stringing players along a preset path filled with enemies to get from one story point to the next does not a good game make do you agree with this do you agree with his do don't show philosophy wasn't Half-Life the one where they like timed it so that there's something new and cool every yeah i mean i would be a lot more inclined to agree with that statement if i had not been personally just like enthralled enthralled and just moved by what they accomplished with half-life right i mean it's Especially the episodes just this constantly more, blew me away. This is more. This is more. This is a video games hot dog discussion. So guys, and we're actually out of time here. So let's uh, let's polish this off. Uh, Supper Pie One says, "How long has this game been around? How long is this game been around?" Well, uh, Supper Pie, I doubt if you would be able to figure out how to listen to Radio KOL, but if you're listening, it's been around since January 2003. And also, I'm sorry that I'm an asshole. <laughs> uh, all right. Good night, everybody. Uh, Stay tuned for video games, hot dogs. Have a great two weeks, everybody.